Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome to the Sandium CrossFit Podcast. Uh, we're here reporting live from Eagle Crest, Oregon, with Buddy and Brianna and Melissa and Kayla again. Wah, wah, wah. Um, we are going to talk. Okay, so we got topics today, sort of. It's very loose and free form, apparently. We're going to talk about uh, kind of working out while we're traveling and what that looks like since it's the holiday season and ho- hopefully we're able to travel and see family and go enjoy the holidays with loved ones. Um, Brianna's going to take over at some point and ask the coaches here some questions about. I don't know yet. We're we're about we have not been coached for what is about to happen to us. Um, yeah, I don't know. Is there anything else we need to? What What are some announcements like we have during class? We have any announcements? Yeah, buddy's gone. I think we have some some good news on the horizon. Being that Benton County has moved into the from extreme risk to high risk. Oh, we're extremely that now we're high. Allows okay. for somewhat of some gym stuff. I'm seeing some gyms in Benton County being able to actually participate in fitness, which like inside, which is phenomenal. Uh, so, who knows? We may be back into the gym sooner than we expected, but again, I don't expect anything from our fearless leader. Government. Got it. Yeah, uh, that would be cool. I did see that Benton County has like classes of six people, um, something like that, which is good. It's just not where we want, you know. Gyms have never, as far as the evidence that I've seen, have not been a contact tracing point. Like, it's never led back to gyms being the issue, or schools for that matter. So, uh, it would be nice to get back open again. I think you hit it on a couple podcasts ago where you said that, if anything, gyms should be open for that mental health um, part of it. So, that would be great to see. And we're all we're all set up for it. I mean, we could we could you know as t- if tomorrow they said you guys can open up, we could hybrid hybrid yeah. open the door. People have access to the gym and they can go in and do uh, small group group stuff. And yeah. we don't need to have the full blown classes with multiple people. We can have we have the ability to do what we do and do it well. So what's that look like if we're able to have people back, but maybe not full size classes? Are you thinking about doing a hybrid thing only? Well, that's one of the things that we had set up. You know. Let's reverse a little bit back to back to March before this hit. We were set up and said, "This okay, great. All, gyms are being shut down. We can't do group classes. Awesome. We have hybrid in place mm-hmm. for this particular reason." And then they broad stroked all gyms kind of off the table. So here we are. Uh, we're month eight, nine. I, I don't know. I don't know where we're at. It's yeah. Who knows? We're in the twilight zone. Mm-hmm. Is what it feels like. Because like restaurants had outdoor dining during the summers, which was good. But then for the winters, they went. They wanted to put some walls and some covers up, and then they just put you know these like wooden walls and a roof on, and then had heaters and put some windows in, which is just indoor effing dining. I don't. It's so smart. Indoor outdoor. COVID is so smart. It makes so me smart. so mad. <laughs> it makes me Follow so mad. Follow the science, bro. Follow the science. Yeah. It's going to be so good. Which science? Hey, let's talk about it. We, not science. I know some of the people are cringing whenever Lance and I get on tangents about <laughs> politics or COVID or uh, taxes. <laughs> There's a specific list of things we don't address, yeah. and we've dabbled in almost all of them. Pac-12 officiating, Nate Hammond. <laughs> Whistleblower. I appreciate that post. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, we went to we're over in Eagle Crest, and we got the opportunity to uh, go to Wild Ride Brewing here in yeah. Redmond, and is a fantastic spot if you ever visit Redmond. It's great. They have outdoor outdoor eating areas. They have food carts. It's a good vibe. They got good music, good beer, everything that's going on. They got heated little areas. You can light yourself on fire by the by the by the fire if you want. Yeah, if, if that's what you're into. I mean, a couple of the kids almost got in there. Yes, absolutely. Michael almost lost his jacket. Yeah. Yep. Yesterday. That's not a joke. His flames were touching the old Jackie. And the reason why I bring this up is that Albany needs needs to take a step at, oh, at a cool. Okay. Something cool downtown yes. area like Wild Ride Brewing. Somebody step up where they're like, oh, man, this would be a great outdoor area. We have live music. We have food carts. I know the barn exists. There's but- only a few spots on the waterfront that have the capability to do that. And I agree. There needs to be something in Albany that's a little bit more modern. They're pretty dead set on keeping it historic, which can be... It has its cool points. The vault is really cool, and they've been able to kind of keep that building somewhat historic, the Flynn building. Uh, but, yeah, I think 
it would be cool to see kind of a more modern take and just uh, you know get some interest some interest down on the waterfront and i think yeah it would be cool to see a spot with live music and an outdoor area or even if it's an indoor area that's kind of open and big for for yard games and things like that good beer food uh you just yeah more i don't know welcoming environment than beer, maybe some of the places food, down there already family dogs on the waterfront yeah. make it happen if yeah. someone here wants to wants to like head that uh you know revolution. talk to buddy Let's and i we're, we're interested in being partners with that we, maybe silent i don't partners. know if we can bring, maybe not so silent. We, i don't think I don't we know. can bring money to it but we can definitely bring <laughs> we got we got a lot of energy, energy and yeah BDE. we got bde yeah if you don't know what that is look it up later uh, <laughs> so one of the things that we wanted to talk about on today's podcast is uh, what people do when they're away from the gym, away from home, they don't have a ton of equipment. A lot of people get into this fixed mindset, okay? Be a, have a growth mindset, okay? Expand your mind, be yeah. woke. Cool. Uh, and that's one of the things that we try to do. Uh, oh, sorry, the other fit people in in my group like to do is like they like to work out when we're away from home. Which is phenomenal. It keeps me going and doing things. Yeah. Um, but that's what we do. So it's very easy to do. Mm. So give us an example, Lance, of something we did yesterday. Not an example. Tell us what we did yesterday. Oh, and yeah. Why you thought that was effective? Okay. Let's let's go awful. to the let's, night before. It was really though. not that effective for me. So there's. Let's go to the night before. Let's travel back in time here because it is easy, and I'll throw myself under the bus here. It's easy when you go on vacation and you like you can make a lot of excuses as to ah, I'm not going to work out tomorrow because I'm going to have a few drinks tonight and I just don't want to have to worry about it. I may have gotten into my cups a little bit on Thursday night. Uh, uh, James and I got real close. We really hung out for a while that night. And then the next morning we were hanging out still and it was just a rough morning. But... Thanks to you fine folks. We decided to do a workout, and I was able to rally for that. Uh, and so do your best to maybe not go too hard, but also, you know, I mean, have let loose, have fun a little bit. But if you want to stay in shape and make it through the holidays without losing too much, uh, too much momentum, then I would say make a plan to work out the day before. So if it's Thursday, you're going to say, okay, we are working out tomorrow regardless, and I'm going to do that. So we d- we did that. We made that pact, and then I – Made poor choices, and then we were on Friday, and we did a death by workout. So we, I actually just, I think as we do, if if it's something like NC Fit or NC Go has body weight stuff, which is really good, but sometimes we just like to look elsewhere. So we looked, I looked at a some profile on Instagram, and it was death by. You did first minute. You did one air squat, one up down, one push up, and then the second minute two two two, third minute three three three, all the way up through. What about the eleventh minute? The 11th minute, you do 11 of all those movements, buddy Buddy tapped out at that point. I was going to work on some more technique stuff. Yeah, he was just there to move, uh, although he did head up the after part of that. So anyway, we did that, uh, I think I made it to the 16th minute, and then that was that was very challenging. You know, you know 16 minutes isn't really that much out of your day to, to do something, move, and I'm sore from it today. For sure. Today we hit a run. Uh, some people went further than others without notifying anyone else. And then. I got lost. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you lost. left us. I've, okay. Well, you're. Yeah. Anyway. You're going to turn right, then you're going to turn left, then you're going to turn right again. And then when you see that one duck, you're going to turn left and then turn back around and do it all over again. Yeah. yeah. And go the other loop, not just the first keep, loop. I mean, it's Eagle loop. Crest. You're not going to get. You just keep running in the loops until yeah. you find the house again. It's a brown house no, out I here. I don't know Melissa. what's so hard about it. <laughs> I found Melissa. Going the, <laughs> she was going the wrong way. Yeah, I totally knew that our house is that opposite way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, but then yesterday, so we did a like 200 meters of lunging. I probably only did 100. I don't know whatever that was. And then we did, we we did bring some dumbbells with us. So we did, or Buddy did 10 sets of 10 for floor presses. Um, if you don't have dumbbells with you, you can just work on push-ups. Same, it's the same idea. Um, so yeah, that's just one way that I think of working out while we're traveling is make the plan the day before so you don't you don't have an excuse to kind of bag out on it and get people involved get everyone involved and Keep peer pressure is is the yeah. is the best motivator yeah because as much as i didn't want to do the first part of the death by 
because I'm not as fast as any of y'all. Like, I, okay, That's we okay. have talked about this. People like like to lower bars for pull-ups and all that kind of stuff. But what about all those tall folks for burpees? Like, okay, like, let's equal let's well, the playing field a little we bit. We have not lowered. It's not easy to lower bars. It's much easier to step up to a high bar. I think it's easier for a short person to get on a box or a J-cup, step up to that high bar. Because if you lower the bars, the tall people have no choice. They can't hang on them because they have to lift their feet up, and that's super annoying. Come from I'm, someone who's I'm like six five. I'm more about how far I have to travel for a burpee or an up down compared to y'all's. Mm. What about wall balls and short people? Okay, okay, that's let's not talk jump. about that. I mean, we all. I think generally people know if you're listening to this podcast, CrossFit is a short man's game. Matt Frazier's five six, and he is absolutely the best CrossFitter alive. Uh... Froning's probably five nine, maybe maybe a little bit taller. But I mean, notoriously, CrossFit's a short man's game. But that doesn't mean like rowing, wall balls, any of those movements. Yeah, I tell people got got the jump on that for sure, for sure. So let's. So I think that one of the things that we you have to think about again, we go back to what you do when you're traveling or what you're doing with limited equipment. Just pick something, body weight. Um, I love the lunging workouts. I'm not, yeah. you know, my knees hurt uh, as I'm approaching my 40 years old. Um, I mean, you're 37. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I think so. Let's not call that. I was just exactly. looking at Melissa. I'm like, am I 37? Yeah. I think I'm 37. <laughs> yeah. um, but like having a plan in place as to what you're going to do, or just like make it up on the fly. Like we started walking, and I tell Melissa, I said, "All right, we're going to lunge back the last hundred. Perfect. And she's like. I hate you. And I'm like, no, I love What's you. What's new? Let's lunge. <laughs> <laughs> and then we lunge back, and then I, then I made yeah, you, you made guys do, do that, it, yeah. and, and then it that kind great. of falls that way, yeah. where everyone just it's like, okay, you're going to do that? No, I'm going to do that. Yeah, working out really doesn't need to be as complicated as people think. I mean, especially when it comes to body weight stuff, you're really only choosing from like five, six movements. And it doesn't need to be crazy. You can do something extremely simple and keep it moving in many different like oh, You can do AMRAPs, rounds for time, things like that. There's all sorts of different variations. This is the beauty of CrossFit. All right. So we did that, and then today you guys all went for your run. We'll I, run. Took, yeah. I took uh, Colby out, and we went for a frosty walk along, yeah. the, uh, along the creek. And we ended up getting to a spot, and it's fun with kids, right? We went to a parking lot, and... Every every line we hit in the parking stalls, we did five air squats. Moved to the next one, five awesome. air squats, and they just, you just make it a game. They they think it's fun and and what a part. what a great way to to incorporate the kids and then also have them realize that like just because you're on vacation is an excuse to not work out anymore, right? So I think a lot of us get a lot of pride out of instilling this mentality in our children to hopefully have them be extremely healthy as they age. Uh, so that that's a real big positive when you're going on vacation, you're still working out, and you're showing the kids that yeah, this is still something you do. It's still we're still we're not taking any breaks. No days off. Arr. Arr, arr. I would also say um, I often plan my outfits accordingly. So um, super yeah. So I usually think like okay, what days will I work out? I need to pack clothes for that. So then it's an, another way of committing to it. I would say also bringing the dumbbells. Yes. Bringing, bringing the dumbbells is also another way for us to commit to it. To say, yeah. we brought the equipment, we have to use it in some facet. We brought in the well. equipment, so we have to use it. Yeah, I, actually, I think that was why we did the floor press yesterday. Was Buddy was like, well, we brought them, let's do something with them. And I thought that was a really good point. Like, it ain't going to touch itself. Yeah, <laughs> tell me about it. That's what I said through high school. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I can edit that out, maybe. We'll see. We'll see. That might make the final cut. Um, okay, so working out during the holidays. This, I feel like, is a good segue, unless someone else has something to say. No? All right, Brianna's going to take over her mic. She's going to ask the coaches some questions, and we're going to round robin this. So, Brianna, take it away. Oh, sorry. Okay, so before we get into holiday questions, um, 2020 is thankfully coming to a slow end, mm-hmm. and we're getting into 2021. So I want to talk about goal planning. Ooh. See what you guys do, or if you have any personal or professional goals, and what you do. Do you set goals at the beginning of the year for yourself? Um, 
I'll just backtrack. The last like two or three years, I've been kind of into goal setting for myself professionally, personally, and um, I've been really into like writing them out. And it's amazing to me how when I've set these goals, how I've met them by, you know, writing them out, reading them and such. So curious if you have any, what are they and what do you do to make sure you stick with them? When you write them out, do you write a plan with them? Or is it just like, I want to be at this position at month I would, X? I would say the last, actually, like two or three years, I've just put like three goals for okay. myself and um, then just kind of each month checked in. Right. Like, where How am I, am I closer am to I, that goal? Yeah. Do I need to adjust kind right. of thing? And yeah. Just for argument's sake and set the table, what were your goals that you laid out for yourself? Um, I had a professional goal of, uh, so I'm a loan officer anyways. So I had a professional goal of closing so many loans per month, um, and hitting that number. And then I had some op car debt that I wanted to get rid of. So that was like my personal one. And then my other one was, uh, actually related to the gym. And I said, I want to, from a year from now, I want to make sure that I'm still at the gym, whether I get pregnant or not or whatever. And I was, I hit all surprise. three of them. So, yeah, surprise. <laughs> Stay, <laughs> have the baby, stayed at the gym, and, yeah, hit my other goal. And I was just really excited about that because they were kind of three goals that I went into thinking I may or may not hit all three of these, but I really want to, and I ended up hitting all three. So that was cool. Yeah, I think uh, I, I absolutely agree that uh, setting goals and probably writing them down and maybe putting them somewhere where you pass by a lot is – a very effective thing. I've not personally done that, but I'll set a goal to do that this year. That's my goal right now is to set goals. Short-term, long-term. <laughs> right. This is short-term goal is to set goals. Long-term goal is to complete those goals. Um, I have not done that, although I think I generally have an idea in my head personally. Professionally, I haven't ever set a ton of goals, which is going to change this year um, just based on what I'm trying to do or where I think I'd like to head. Uh, but... For the gym and kind of those personal goals, I generally have an idea of something I'd like to hit. So I know last year, and I didn't really attack this until more recently, but like getting better at deadlifting was one thing for me. And that was improving from whatever it was, 315 deadlift to in the 400s. Uh, and that's something that I want to do. So I I have an idea in my head of what I'd like to do, but I don't necessarily write it down. But that's going to change this year. Uh, and then I, I just think there is a lot of power in setting goals. And if you can go a step further and maybe write out some sort of plan or – you know, set a calendar reminder, hey, check in, where where am I at, what am I doing to get to that goal? If, have I done anything? To, like, have I been deadlifting? No. Well, I probably should, or I'm not going to hit that goal. And then I think even further than that is telling other people about your goals so that they can hold you accountable too and say, hey, you know, <laughs> hopefully it's people you like and they like you, and they can be like, hey, you need to do this, and you don't get offended and, and want to punch them in the face. But more of just like a, hey... I want you to complete your goals as much as you want to, so I'm going to hold you accountable. So, uh, yeah, I think that's a really good idea, and I will, I'm will. i going to do that this year. I will do that. Thank you. Yeah, I'll, I'll say them on the podcast when I come up with them. Oh, my God, what am I doing? <laughs> Other coaches. Totally, yeah. Kayla here. Um, so I, I, I have always had probably professional goals, but they are very much more short-term just due to the, the career that I'm in. Um, I would say I have long-term goal aspirations, but they're like multiple years at a time, not necessarily anything that's going to happen in the next year. Um, so professional goals is just kind of trying to get to that next step, but a lot of uh, 2020 has just been day-to-day for <laughs> pretty much everybody. Um so professionally, I think I have an end game in mind, but it's just a matter of how to get there. Is It's going to be more than just a year. Um, I would say as far as in the gym goes, um, I would say more of maintenance. So I, PRs are wonderful, and I think, you know, that's always fun and disappointing if you don't get them. <laughs> um, but having never had a steady, like, workout routine – until hitting CrossFit, I think I'm in the mode of like, I just, I don't want to regress. 
So I want to maintain my level of fitness. I want to try to get myself in the gym or garage, you know, four to five days a week. Um, this damn Apple watch <laughs> is a real good guilt tripper. Um, so I would say, you know, trying to continuously be active, even if it's not in the gym, but just like every day trying to get outside or, or be active in some capacity um, and just maintaining my fitness level. It would be really cool to walk up the stairs in Eagle Crest and not feel like I'm dying. <laughs> the um, elevation <laughs> here is pretty real. <laughs> but, um, also the temperature. you know, I'm not going to do a lot of elevation training. Um, but yeah, I would say I don't think I have a lot of um, goals outside of professional goals historically, but maybe that'll be my goal for 2021 is to make some different goals other than that. Melissa here. Um, I I wouldn't say that I set a lot of goals um, in terms of like writing them down and having like a plan for anything. But I I do. I don't know if they're goals. I guess it's kind of a goal. Like when I work, look at a workout, I'm like, this is what I want to hit. This is the weight I want to hit, and I will work my tail off to try to get to that point, whether it's like the rounds or the weight or whatever it may be or time. Um, yeah, so those I guess are that's like, like a daily. That's a micro goal. Yeah. So um, professionally, not really like um, being like a teacher would be real cool, like in the classroom with like students and stuff. Yeah. Um, that would be really. Everyone cool. thinks that, except yeah. for the you know the leaders. Yeah, so there's that. Um, Jerk faces. But aside from that, I think, like, my daily goal professionally online, like, I always said, like, these are the things that I want to get done, and I will stay up, and I will work out, and then go back to the computer in order to get my agenda done. So I guess that's kind of another micro goal. I don't know. I don't really I just want to be fit and, um, you know, live long and happy. and Live long proper. Yeah. <laughs> that. Coach Buddy. You know, the journey of a thousand miles starts with the first step. That's what one uh, quote in this room says. Oh, I was like, I'm going to impress everybody with this quote. There's a poster in here for those of you that can't see that are listening to the podcast and aren't in the room with us. Uh, I am not a personally not a huge goal setter in terms of uh, what I want to hit. My my focus, especially in the gym atmosphere, is to uh, be the best leader, be the best um, owner, and make people feel as if they're hitting their goals. And that's kind of my my success is built on everyone else's success in the gym and stuff like that. Um, I like to remain active. I don't have any aspirations of again of like. Trying, I've never been super. I'm the most competitive person who's never wanted to compete in CrossFit. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you play a game of Skipbo, and uh... no, I would say even even like when we're lifting, you start out like oh, I'm just we're gonna work on technique, and then we start getting into it, and you're like, well, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna puss out now. I might as well you go don't, for it. You don't want to waste a good warm up. Yeah. once you're warmed up, it's like, yeah. all right, let's hit some. Yeah. Um, anyway, that, but that's kind of where I am in my life, where I, where I'm, you know, nearing the age of forty, and how <laughs> I just need to, I just kind of need to maintain. I'm not looking to do anything spectacular. I'm not looking to get a six pack. I like beer, so I mean, it's like, you, I could, I could have maybe have a six pack, but I wouldn't have beer, so I'm not willing <laughs> to true. sacrifice that. Yeah. So yeah, anyway, that's just that's kind of my stuff. Uh, I have a lot of lot of professional goals, and I have a lot of like education goals that I need to fill in this next year. Uh, hopefully, by the end of the summer, I'll be done with my master's program. Like that's the plan. I, not hopefully, I should be done in by the summer with, yeah. with that. And I again, it was one of those things that that I took on and didn't really realize the time commitment and. Anyway, it's going to be a good time. Yeah. It's going to be fun. It'll be worth it one day. Killing it. But, again, I'm not a huge, like, oh, January 1, let's hit something new. I've been crappy the last few months. Yeah. I mean, there are people like that that are out there, and that's super important um, for to get people like that into our gym and get – it's more of a lifestyle change. It's not just a 30-day 30, uh, 30 program. And that's what we really try to instill in everybody is like this is lifetime fitness, and this is what's going to be good for the long term, not just the sh- not just the short, really good in the short term, mm-hmm. but this is really for the long term uh, of your life. Yeah, I would say that for me, um, 
tracking food that I had, there's a connection here, tracking food and writing things down and having things in front of me is really important in terms of like keeping me on track for nutrition, Mm. but goals, not so much. So I would say if you are like, Oh, I can't stick to a goal, maybe change it up and maybe write it down, write it on your mirror, write it someplace that you can see it or tell a friend somehow to keep you accountable in order to, um, obtain that goal. Um, kind of dabble in what, what motivates you and how to keep you on track. That was the connection of the food. Because yeah. I would say before, even like on vacation and stuff, well, I haven't eaten great. Um, but just say like having things to keep me accountable and um, for me, tracking is one. But in terms of goals, um, maybe try to write them down. Yeah. I would, I would agree with that. And I would also say that one of the biggest components of that is that you can often get lost in like, okay, January 1 no days off I'm only gonna do this and if I stray then you know it's no good and I would say ditch that completely you you it like buddy had mentioned and like Melissa had mentioned it's not a it's not a all or nothing you have to be able to give yourself that grace and allow yourself the ability to um have days that are are difficult and try to accomplish the lifetime the lifestyle changes that you want rather than perfection yeah. Don't let one day undo your future. Or even a month. Like, it happens. Move right. on to the next month. Set a different goal. Set something that's more attainable. Because sometimes we're like, I'm never going to eat sugar again. And then we laugh and laugh and laugh because it's not realistic for whatever point in life you're in. Or I'm going to be in the in the gym every single day and I'm, you know, going to push myself as much as I can. Like, life happens. 2020 threw everything at us at once. And so you have to be able to, to pivot and to adjust. and Pivot. But I would also suggest that having a plan in place for your off days, too. So having a plan in your, like, as you look at the week as a whole, maybe say, okay, these days I'm going to take rest days, or these days I'm going to eat out, or these days I know I'm going to be drinking excessively, or (laughs) both, eating terribly and drinking, whatever it may be. Um, Having those in your mind as you're planning the week I think has been helpful for me. I yeah, that's a good that's a really good point cuz I know that I've certainly been like okay, I'm going to get something at a restaurant on Fridays. I'm probably going to have a couple drinks on Fridays and then that really helps me throughout the week go. No, I'm going to I I'm going to have that relief on Friday. I'm going to stay strict on these days and also a financial standpoint that helps. Good question. That evoked a lot of responses. So sorry. One more piece. Yes. About the kind of picking the days that you're going to do those things. Rest days are just as important as active days. Um, but but picking an activity maybe that will still keep you active, but not... Go on a bike ride. Yeah, not break down your body the same way that um, our high-intensity CrossFit workouts mm-hmm. do. So, you know, walk, take a walk like with your kids. kids. Yeah. Do something that keeps you active so you don't feel like you're not doing anything. But also gives you that rest. Yeah, use that time to maybe go explore area and then that you haven't seen before. Go hike, PV, or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Question number two. Okay. COVID isn't a thing, and we're sitting in our very favorite restaurant with a fully stocked bar, and every beer, seltzer, wine, everything on tap. What is your favorite drink? What would you choose? Oh no. Oh, no. Um, you know, if, if the glass makes a difference, better be cold, better be, you know, copper mug, whatever it may be. I'm a bo- boneyard RPM. Boner. Like that is. <laughs> Welcome to the boneyard. Uh, <laughs> I would say that I am a huge fan of, of beer and I like exploring new Any beers. Boneyard beer? Uh, RPM mm. specifically okay. is like. My jam. Hop Venom's really good. It's not as good canned, but uh, from the tap, it's really good. From the tap. Um, but I'll still buy it. <laughs> uh, thank you. Um, that is that is my go-to, uh, and everyone was kind of ho-humming this question, so I thought I would <laughs> it's just, just hard cause jump It's just hard, because I just love so many drinks. I So, for those of you that are unaware, I cannot... I, gluten does not agree with me, which is unfortunate, because I do enjoy beer quite a bit. I would say, like, if I could enjoy beer, then yeah, RPM would be up there, Hot Venom would be up there, Slayer's really good, Burr. Um, but, currently, I mean, yeah, I would probably have to go with Jameson. 
or some sort of nice Irish whiskey. Does that still sound good? Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's how much I like it. I, I killed a half a fifth in one night and I still want to drink it. I, uh, yeah, Teeling uh, is really good. I just I enjoy I enjoy whiskey quite a bit and I enjoy it on the rocks. I know purists are going to be like, oh, this is you know you're supposed to drink it neat at room temperature. That's cool. I'm going to drink it on the rocks because that's how I can I just enjoy it. But yeah, I think that's I'm going to go three categories. I'll go one just not mixer, just hard alcohol beer, and then if I was going to have a mixed drink or like a cocktail, mm-hmm. I'd probably no uh... oh, man. I'd probably have to do White Russians. <laughs> I just really like them. They're just tasty. It's like chocolate milk, but make it feel good. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna. That's that's it. Well, um, so I'm not like super adventurous when it comes to anything, um, but specifically like drinking and food because I don't want to waste the money. Um, so I just stick with White Claws or some kind of seltzer because I'm that basic. Um, I <laughs> I enjoy everything but tequila. Um, rum? Yeah, I'll drink rum. Yeah. Gin? Yeah. I um, have oh. never had a response similar to tequila with anything. What do you mean? Just... <laughs> oh, like t- I thought you meant like I got. Oh really no, no, wasted. no! I couldn't drink. I couldn't drink. I took um, a shot of it, and I was like, "This is horrible." But you'll drink a oh daiquiri's rum. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so I um, just like to stick with very simple um, seltzers and sours and ciders are okay sometimes. Sugar they make me a little congested. <laughs> I might have a reaction to it. I'm not sure. <laughs> Some beers fine. No tequila. Mm. I love tequila. <laughs> I really do. Like a good shot of Patron with maybe a little bit of lime. Mike McGowan won Freedom Fest. Um, maybe he shared a lot of that with me. Um, I truly, I don't know why. I really don't know why I love tequila as much as I do. But I would say, if we're talking hard alcohol, margaritas. Like a little bit of, a little bit of mix. A lot of tequila, some triple sec, a little bit of lime. Do you mm. like spicy margaritas? Oh, yeah. Yeah, a little jalapeno. Mm-hmm. Toss some jalapenos mm-hmm. in there. Mm-hmm. What about you? Mm-hmm. You got to answer the question, too. Oh, gosh. Oh, my go to. I'd probably have to go margarita as well, but like fresh, like, mm-hmm. yeah, fresh lime. Um, simple syrup? <laughs> well, we're on something new here. A little splash of amaretto. It'll oh, change your life. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. add that to your marg and it's good. Um, yeah, but I do love a good spicy margarita that can't be beat. There is a fourth thing I'd like to add, uh, oh. which is I like I really oh. like cab salves for wine. Oh yeah, I like yeah. red wine and steak is mm. a, a great combo. That is good. I just want to add that caveat in there. I mean, I enjoy booze. So. Uh-huh. All right. Okay. Here we go. Next question. We're uh, gonna switch it up just a hair to the holidays. Okay. Mariah Carey, all in one for Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is that not okay? No, that. I'm sorry. That. <laughs> Name something about Christmas that most people like that you hate. Church. Church. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was mean. I just, yeah, I've never really enjoyed church. That's probably. I mean, that's probably not that I'm not like. Elf no. on the mother fluffing shelf. Oh, mm. that's a good one. <laughs> So many of my students in our like good morning little meeting the other day, they were like, "What? Oh, let me show you my shelf. Uh, my shelf. <laughs> I love my shelf so much. Look at my shelf. Um, <laughs> that's wrong. Okay, so L, yeah. Let me see your elf. Let me see your elf. And then Ava pipes in and she goes, "We don't have one." <laughs> That's right. We don't have one. Yeah, because it's... It's a lot of work. Yeah, my brother-in-law and sister did it, and they got so tired of it, because it was just like, you're always changing where they're at. Yeah, that, and, you know, there's like... The first time I heard it, I was like, that's pretty cool. Yeah, you change the... And you're like, the kids think that it's alive, which then becomes kind of morbid, because then it goes in a box for a year. Mm, Yeah. We did try it. We had a plush one. Mm. Because it was cuter than the oh. regular one. Mm-hmm. And then we were getting Christmas out the following year. And one of our little misses saw it. And I was like, yeah. It's totally the um, random acts of kindness elf. So we would write random acts of kindness Not for sure. them to do. And then do you think it was that on really your feet? hard. 
Yeah, I did. Wow. I couldn't um, keep up with it. It was like every night oh my gosh. having to think of yeah. something nice to do. And this is a long time. You're month. just not that nice of a person. Okay. So <laughs> I'm just kidding. So I'm kidding. A very clever uh, one parent posted on like Facebook or something that the elf had to be quarantined for 14 days before they could oh start participating. I was like, that's, that's good. <laughs> that, that gives you 14 Genius. days to delay this. <laughs> Yeah. 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 As we discussed in in previous podcasts, I I mean, I like Christmas. It's just Thanksgiving's your jam. Yeah, Thanksgiving's my Super Bowl. Yeah, I get it. Mm -hmm. For sure. I don't get it. What don't you like? Oh, what don't I like? I like, I like all of that. Maybe fruitcake. That kind of bumps me out. Actually, I've never actually had it. So I don't know if I don't like it, but something about it just makes me think I don't like it. Um, I, I don't like the day after. Yeah. We, we uh, I was thinking about that because you'd brought that up last podcast. And I was like, I should start something on the 26th just for like close friends so that it's not such of a Saturday. abrupt hangover. Yeah. It's like, oh, I still have this to look forward to, even though I mean, it's not as cool as Christmas. But like the problem is, is people go to work. Yeah. Sometimes depending like on that. It. Yeah, that's true. And maybe that's why I'm not not huge Christmas guy because usually I'm like you have to go to work that day, the night before, yeah. the day after. Holidays, so it's like day. usually the holidays, everyone's like, "Oh, we're gonna have all this cool fun," and we're like, I gotta miss "Yeah, that. we're first responders. We're gonna go to work today." On well, sorry, kids, love you. Yeah, yeah. that's true. It's a good point. It's a good point. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Coming Favorite, in hot. Uh, Christmas cookie. Favorite Christmas cookie. Mm-hmm. Oh God. Favorite Christmas like. Okay, cookie? I'll go there. Okay. Uh, Fred Meyer's. <laughs> Interesting. With with the frosting on top of the sugar <laughs> the thick cookies. Frosting. What are they called? Okay. Oh, they have those year round. Whoa, those are year round. Yeah, you can buy those anytime. I, I did see somebody on Instagram posting like these are the most disgusting thing ever. Oh, that's like, not, oh, true. not true. You don't. You're not alive unless you've had the inch of frosting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Brian Holcomb's Kringle oh. Crack Chocolate. Oh. I don't know how I don't know what he does to them. Well, but he, he puts LSD in them. Oh, perfect! <laughs> yeah, it's like a chocolate cookie. That would have been a better. Joke. And then it has powdered <laughs> sugar on top, but it's like crinkly. Crackly. I've yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what they're called? No. Okay. Maybe those ones. Chocolate. So good. Chocolate crack, crack cookies. Yeah. yeah. Something like that. I don't know about a cookie, but I, I do love some peppermint bark. Oh, good call. Oh, like Costco peppermint bark? It fell into my cart last oh, week. Shoot. The whole... Shoot. Yeah. Just out of... <laughs> just by chance. It was crazy. It jumped in It dropped from the heavens yeah. in slow motion. I introduced the girls, no joke, it mm. took Colby. Like maybe a three-inch rectangular piece, like long side, mm. three inches. Mm-hmm. Four, I mean, depending. Um, and three, inches. Yeah, three <laughs> inches. Colby took maybe a half an hour to eat it, just like oh, little tiny nibbles. Gosh. And she was like, Mom, I'm so glad that these fell into our cart. <laughs> uh, my mom makes some amazing fudge. I had to go back to like, oh, like, there she go. Uh, fudge and like, Do you like packing that? <laughs> mint fudge is really good. I'm sorry. Yes. Great. Grand. <laughs> Sorry. Let's go to the next one. Uh, you know what? Though, to be fair, I love fudge as well. Yeah. My mom makes some good fudge, uh, but then every now and then she'll put like the almonds in it or the peanut. I don't like that. That's not, just, not enough. Walnuts I'm not a big are pretty good in fudge. Mm-hmm. Really? I don't know that I've ever had walnuts in it. Mm-hmm. That would be interesting. I wouldn't be against okay. trying that. Grandma Linda, if you're coming up anytime soon, fudge, please. <laughs> please. Please, pretty please. I don't know that I have a favorite cookie. I don't know. I mean, gingerbread, man. Or a bar. Normal. You like gingerbread? I do like gingerbread. Um, I, yeah. I really, what I really like, what we did growing up was the the Muddy Buddies. Oh, yes. Yeah, the reindeer food. That was always <laughs> so good. good. I, yeah, I couldn't get enough of that. I'd get sick off that. So that was my go-to. Gluten. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, oh my God, that's a good point. Holy shnanky. I didn't yeah. think about that. You eating the whole bowl. 
Yeah. It's probably a combination of <laughs> I would eat so much of it. My mom would have to put it in Ziploc bags to like portion it out for me, and I would just grab three of them. <laughs> oh, it was terrible. I would feel so sick, but it was so good. Mm. It was worth it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, it was worth it. Yeah, I think that's what I'd go to. Mm. Mm-hmm. All right. Here we go. Okay. Uh, this probably going to be the last one. Oh, uh, Christmas traditions you did growing up, do you continue them? Or have you started new ones as a family? Oh, no. Oh, no. No, no. <laughs> um, I would say, so we have, I don't know if it's like the teachers <laughs> in us, but my parents, we would have to wait to come downstairs prior to, you know, everything being distributed and then all the gifts would be put out in different spots we would go person by person one person opens a gift at a time that's how yeah so i know that many people just it's a Mm free-for-all but we um my parents would not have that yeah we do one person at a time that's the first one that comes to mind Mm -hmm. you're not a fan of that buddy not a favorite holiday <laughs> um, we always did Christmas jammies. So Christmas Eve, I would come home from my dad's house, and my mom would have fresh pair of jammies for everybody. So we put jammies on, and and then we'd have Christmas Day, Christmas breakfast, which I think we've done up and we even continued that at our house last year. Breakfast? Uh-huh. Well, they ended up coming for dinner, but we did breakfast as a family at our house. And then Christmas lights on Christmas Day. Mm. So whether it's going through the Pepsi lights or just going, going through neighborhoods or whatever, we would do Christmas lights. And the boys always like to drive. Do you do Christmas jammies with your boys now? Yeah. Oh. We try to do matching yes. sometimes. Not for the parents. Your family? No. No. <laughs> we don't get full um, full, full. <laughs> full costumes. It's just the just boys. The boys. Yeah. It's just birthday suit for dad. Yeah. Just kidding. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We do, uh, yeah, cinnamon rolls on Christmas morning as well as like a little package the night before. That wasn't from my family though. That's just something that mm-hmm. we started with jammies and a book. Oh, cute! And something special. Oh, yeah, okay. uh, we would we would do one present on Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. Oh, we do you that. A, Did you get yeah. a pick? Be small. You get yeah. a pick. Yes, you get a pick. Ooh. Um, and I would always try to pick the coolest one. It was inevitably always not the not coolest, coolest one. <laughs> Dang it. I mean, that sounds bratty to me. I mean, they were getting me stuff, so that was nice. Um, <laughs> Santa, thank you. Uh, but, yeah, I think that, so that one, and then, yeah, going to look at Christmas lights was always a big one. I just remember my stepmom always decorating to Mariah Carey, <laughs> which is probably why I have an affinity for it. But, yeah, she would always just set up just these awesome displays of like Christmas so you got you got all these houses and fake snow everywhere she always got the flocked tree yeah a fancy tree with the white stuff all over it and then yeah I I mean why we don't do flocked trees I'm not a big fan of it but what for whatever do you like flocked <laughs> trees just one. are you a flocked tree I'm a flocked oh tree. you just a multiple <laughs> tree yeah. 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 yeah see this is yeah. I'm new to the flocked tree group though yeah it's, it's a big it's, it's like a big following yeah yeah, oh, that's all I can. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I can think of anything else. No? Yeah? Yeah. Is that all you got? That's all I can What, what yeah. questions do you, do you have any other questions at all, just like in general, not holiday related? Um, Put you on spot. How's I know, it feel? Gosh. Here we go. Okay. I got one for you. Okay. Sam posed this question in our Sam CrossFit oh, uh, group today. Crap. What is your why? Like, why do you do, why do you want to be fit? Why do you want to come to the gym? Why do you want to put yourself through uh, really difficult workouts? Why do you do it? I do it for my health. Um, that's probably my number one. Um, yeah, that's, my, that's, that's for sure my number one reason. I want to be a good example for my daughter. I want to be... Um, you know, maybe encouraging for my husband to maybe show up. Um, I'm hoping someday he'll join me. <laughs> so if I, if I just keep coming, he's going to eventually just, he's got to be there. Show up. Yeah, at some point. Um, that's, yeah, my, my health. That's my, my biggest why. I want to be able to keep moving long into my years. I want to, um, you know, always be able to go hiking. I want to be just physically fit um you know i know we talk about like functional fitness 
and there's a lot of you know movements and things from day to day that I want to make sure that I'm capable of doing for many many years to come and yeah yeah I would say obviously health is the overarching theme probably I, for me the goal is slowly starting to change as far as when I was younger and started this it was like yeah I want to be the best like I want to maybe not the best in the world of course you want that but the re- the reality of that is not always there but like really be the best in the gym and be someone that people look up to and want to get to that level of fitness and that's slowly starting to change I don't think I'm quite there yet as but like I'm still hitting PRs and I'm still I'm as fit as I've ever been or fitter but you know I'm working towards a 350 pound back squat or whatever but eventually that number is going to start to go the other way where you know hitting that number is just not going to be a reality anymore and so I'm starting to try to plan for that and I think most importantly is to be able to keep moving without the assistance of any medicine or apparatus as long as I possibly can and and keeping my mental and physical health at the same pace like staying those two staying together as long as I possibly can throughout my life um and it might be ridiculous I'm never I'm not one to say that I want to live to 150 but I want my quality of life to be the important factor so if I live to be 90 years old I want to be 90 years old and still be able to go skydiving and like you know no health complications stuff like that so I think that's slowly transforming my goal into that um and and my why really is just longevity of health yeah I would agree with that I would say the boys are a big driver for me in that a lot of things go into me continuing to be healthy and how that impacts them. You know, for one, it sets an example of fitness and nutrition and, you know, setting up a, setting up those um, habits early on. And then kind of, if you, I I work with um, elderly folks. And so seeing that sometimes that age where they need that assistance comes a lot earlier for others. And so, and, and how it impacts their families and so for what I would like to accomplish as a, a long-term lifetime goal is to not um, have to eventually be dependent on them as much. And so allowing to, you know, continue to be independent throughout my, well, even my older years and, um, you know, not be desolate super early. Um, that's not the right word. What's the word I'm looking for? Des- Disabled? Dis- no, mm-hmm. it's okay. I'm not saying that vocabulary is my strong suit, um, but I just don't want to be dependent upon them, and I don't want them to feel like they have to to be a burden on them. And so, creating those habits for them early on, and then being able to stay healthy for the longevity of my life, I think is um, the biggest why. That's kind of you know we talked about it when we both did our podcasts of like I'm a better mom, I'm a better human, I'm a better wife, I'm a better person when I have that mental and physical mm-hmm. release, and so you know, present day kind of continuing that piece of being a, the best version of myself throughout every day. And then long-term not having to depend on, on people for, or medicine or whatever it needs to be. So, yeah. Um, as terrifying as it is to have two girls, um, I think that it's pretty wonderful in order to set an example for them on how, um, empowering women can be. My dad was really big in this of, showing the boys what's up and um i am happy with the fact that i'm able to show them that girls can lift heavy weights and girls can be super fit and girls can do x y and z all the really cool things um but also in terms of for myself it's my um, a very positive outlet that i don't take you know nothing that is destructive or like allows me to um stay sane Mm-hmm. and be the best that I can be as well. Um, I also enjoy it. I really enjoy exercise um, most of the time, I mean, unless there's burpees, <laughs> then I really don't enjoy it. <laughs> um, but I think that also finding something that is a, a good outlet, but also something that is not a chore and having to force yourself to do. But those girls are a driving force for me, for sure. Yeah, what's your why, buddy? My why. 
Uh, my why is completely dependent on my, my family, and that's why I do what I do. I like to be an example for them. I like to be an example for other people. Um, I have a personal mantra of don't talk about it, be about it. I don't like people who just talk a lot. I like people who actually put actions behind their words. Um, and I get really frustrated when people just talk, talk, talk. Do something about it. Um, <laughs> so anyway, that's kind of that's kind of my overall overall theme in that. Um, one thing I want to hit on a couple couple things that were brought up on that post. Uh, Shannon talked about you know her why and her battle with cancer is like she wanted to be healthy and strong for many years to come to be able to battle anything else that came her way. Uh, and I think that's a really good. I mean, I'm, I'm, I don't know if that was always her why, but I'm sure it, it, that why changed when she uh, was diagnosed with cancer. So that's really good. Um, and I'm sure everyone else has some really good whys as to why it is they do what we do the things that we do. And I think that for me personally, uh, growing up in athletics and growing up, uh, growing up the way I did, I never had a choice. This was always my outlet for for all things that were good in, in my life. Uh, sports and athletics and just lifting and being uh, really engaged in athletics. That is what kind of drove me this entire time uh, into what we're doing now. Sorry, I'm kind of distracted. <laughs> Pac-12 officiating is awful during this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> to go off of that, not the Pac-12 officiating, but you know, it's spe- specifically with um, Shannon and I know firsthand with my with my mom. When you have that background of health and fitness and you have that kind of solid foundation of how you've cared for yourself, recovery can be different or easier in some capacities or quicker in some capacities. And so even if, if life throws you a curveball that, you know, you can't do anything to avoid, the recovery can sometimes be a lot quicker. So my mom had back surgery and was back in, you know, again, with different goals and different um, approaches on how she was going to be fit. But she was back at it. She recovered a lot quicker and she was back in the gym a lot quicker than she was before she even started CrossFit. So just having that ability to, to recover or to kind of have that solid foundation ahead of, you know, if you are already kind of, um, sedentary or whatever that looks like to kind of be able to, to fight whatever comes your way. And with life, we have no idea what will be our future. Um, I think I wasn't like you awesome chicks who worked out while you were pregnant. I was like, I don't feel good. I'm not going to do this. And then I didn't do it. Um, so I think, you know, Brianna talked last week about how her, her, um, recovery from like delivering a human (laughs) was really fast. Um, I think in going off of what Shannon, we don't know what has, what is in our future and with back surgeries and all of these other surgeries or health complications we can do this is something that we can control and we can be in charge of and hopefully set us up for a healthier future yes (laughs) okay all right so that was our why we're coming up on just over an hour so i want to do one more question for everyone just a kind of a rapid fire thing just off the wall I'm picking at random here. I'm looking at a list. Uh, let's see. How long? No, that's dumb. I don't want to do that. Now you have to ask. Okay, well, maybe we'll do two. Cause how long does it take you to get ready in the morning? <gasps> oh, no. Ooh. I'll go. Yeah, I'll go first. Because I am somebody who values sleep. I don't notoriously sleep very well. Uh, unmedicated. Are you a sleepwalker? <laughs> De- definitely a sleepwalker. I uh, do some weird things. Have you ever arrested anyone in your sleep? I have. I arrested my wife a few times. Uh, things are rude. It's not a good arrest. It's not like, oh, wow, babe, you are being naughty tonight. It's not like that. Everything is super real in my dreams, and it's probably good that, that, <laughs> that those don't play out the way they, they some people like think, oh, that's a great fantasy. It's not. Sorry. Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> that got off the rails so quickly. So how long did you get ready? Yes. <laughs> no, the just to go off of this. I remember because in my mind, the first time this happened, where I was like, he arrested me. And they're like, oh. And I'm like, no, he put me in an arm bar and called me a bunch of really mean it names. Hurt. <laughs> it hurt physically and mentally. <laughs> Okay, so <laughs> so if I I'm one of those who I 
I don't need a whole lot of time in the morning to get ready. I'm a, I'm a brush my teeth, put clothes on, grab a bar, shit, shower, shave. I'm, I'm out. I'm done. I'm out the door under, under 30 minutes. I do not need a whole lot of time. I'm not a long shower because can you, the price of water, (laughs) I mean, is incredible. You're right, dad. (laughs) Uh, Melissa, go. Oh, <laughs> so then everybody else is like less. <laughs> I don't know that I'm that much less. I would say from like start to finish, like in the bathroom, probably about 30 minutes mm-hmm. to wash my face. I do shower at night, wash my face. That's more too much information. Um, <laughs> makeup, hair, dress, ready for breakfast. About a half an hour. That's not bad. Yeah. I guess it depends on if I've washed my hair or not. Yeah, um, <laughs> let's go. What do you do most often? Do you wash your hair most often? No. Okay. Then let's no, go I not don't. wash hair. Probably about 20 minutes. Pretty yeah. good. Quick shower in the morning, shave the important pieces, put your makeup on, go from there. <laughs> Me too. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. Sorry. Uh, I... I don't take a long time to get ready. I have one piece that I take a long time at. And that's What's that, babe? What's that? <laughs> I don't care about the price of hot water. I'll pay it. I will stand in that shower like... I mean, I'm not joking. I 15 minutes, I could just stand there. And just, it's like a warm hug. It just wakes me up, but also kind of like cuddles me a little bit. And I just like to stand there in the hot water for a long time. Uh, but that's about the only piece. Other than that, like, as far as actually getting ready, I, I don't know, 10 minutes maybe? Mm. Putting underwear pants, socks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't have to shave any important bits every day. So. Important parts. Yeah. Um, that would take a long time. Probably like 30-ish even minutes or so, give or take a few. But Yeah, I mean, 30-ish. Okay. We'll do one more question. Okay. This will probably take us to an hour. Uh, so, if you... Hmm, okay. If you could teleport to one place mm-hmm. once, not just all the time, but just Duration. one time, uh, as long as you wanted, but just you get one time to teleport somewhere, one time, that's it, where would it be? To do something? Sure. Yeah. Historically? I was no, 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 not in time, just in place. Oh. I gotta think now. Okay. Okay. I was gonna say. Let's go in time. Okay. Let's I'll do teleport that. to uh, Nazi Germany. Take out Hitler. Nazi Germany. Okay. Yeah. All right. Humanitarian. <laughs> Look Nazi. at me. Who's the hero? I recant. I, I mean, not recant. I retract. Oh. Just do it. Whatever. Answer it however you want. <laughs> Nothing matters. I really want to go to Greece. Mm. I'd go to Greece right What's now. What's the famous place called? Mykonos. 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 For all our office Santorini. fans out there. Mm-hmm. Santorini. That I think that's the one I'm thinking of. The one in the hillside she there. She just wants to go. Okay. Yeah. Plan that. Uh, you go. Oh, I need another minute. Oh, golly. Oh. Um, I would really want to go to Ireland or mm. Dubai. Oh, Dubai. Or... I told you three times. <laughs> <laughs> Germany would be really rad. What about oh, those... Don't ask me that. Okay. <laughs> I'm so sorry. No, I think... Um, I think Ireland, just because we've had friends that have gone there. I mean, mm. Buddy's Irish. You are too. Irish? I'm Irish, apparently. I'm German. Um, so that's why I would like to go to Germany. That would be super rad. Mm. Um, Dubai just intrigues me. I'm just, I think that it's really, mm. with all of the like flashiness of it, of like mm. the fancy cars and the big buildings and the warm weather. I mean, not all the time, but mm. I think it's just really pretty. Yeah. <laughs> um, Dubai is kind of a, like a underdog a little bit it's not one that i think of immediately but mm-hmm. when when you said that i was like oh that's a good one that would be a lot of fun i think for me this is tough i'd probably go to the south of france mm-hmm. i've heard really good things about the south of france gorgeous mm-hmm. and just like very picturesque so, somewhat similar to greece um, the boot of italy would be cool somewhere in the mediterranean sea there would be neat that's Mediterranean Sea, mm-hmm. right? I don't want to sound dumb. Yeah. I'm going to edit that out if I sound dumb. Okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> gosh. I'm trying to think. Um, Fran- yeah, France would be... France would be fun. I don't know if I... Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> oui, oui. 
Uh, Bali really interests me. Um, yeah. Yeah. That, that's, probably where I'd, that's probably where I'd go because yeah, Michael has no desire to go there. So I think that's why I would go. I want to go because Michael doesn't well, want to go no, there. Well, no, he just, if, if I got to choose, mm. like, we're going and mm-hmm. we just teleported there, he'd have no choice. There you go. I've seen pictures of Polly. It's, it looks amazing. I know. I don't know why he doesn't want to go. He has no desire. Should we bring him up? Yeah. He's definitely down for Thailand then. Yeah. Ugh. Uh, okay. Quick fire. Like rapid fire. One Just one really question. Fast. One answer really fast. Pancakes or waffles? Mm-hmm. waffles. Pancakes. Go. Real fast. Fast <laughs> is the goal here. I know. I, I don't know. Both. No. Uh, I know the other. I know. Pick. Uh-huh. Three, two, I one. Pancakes. There we go. Waffles. Tomorrow's Pancake Sunday. Three, two, one. Waffles. Probably. Maybe. I don't know. Pancakes are so like, fluffy. No, waffles. I'm going to go waffles. Waffles. Here's the deal, yo. Waffles. Yeah, pa- I would go with and that. No, peanut butter pockets. Oh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Waffles. So this is why. Mm-hmm. But we have weekly... I make pancakes every Sunday. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, so it's one of those things. But if waffles were as easy as pancakes... They which, are. They're not. No, but I did. <laughs> <laughs> I gave it away because I didn't use it. <laughs> exactly. No, See? But I would say... <laughs> We, my mom would make pink, or excuse me, um, waffles, and I would love them. And mm. then our dorm had a waffle maker. That's how really how I put on a yeah. little in freshman year. Bunch of waffles. All right. Well, I think that's it for the San Diego CrossFit podcast this week. Hey, guys, three weeks in. I'm three for three on my goal. Mm-hmm. Really proud. Setting goals. Bam. There that's the way to tie it into the beginning. Uh, thank you for joining us. This podcast has been brought to you by Wild Ride Brewing, unofficially. Umqua. Umqua. Umqua Bank. Yes. The best bank in the world. Isn't that how they, how they introduced World's themselves? Greatest bank. World's greatest bank. World's greatest bank. Check out Brianna Norlander, yeah. mortgage broker. Get sure get all your, if all your you needs. need a loan originator, hit up Brianna Norlander. Mm-hmm. N- number one. I don't know what your number is. <laughs> um, and then obviously Four Quarter Woodworking. That one is official. Two sponsors. Yeah, we got two sponsors. Unpaid this is still. amazing. It's an unpaid position. It's really so picking up. Anyone wants to pay us for all this publicity, that'd be great. All right. Thank you guys. Join us next week for another mystery podcast because we don't know what it is yet. (laughs) All right. Have a good one. Love you.